We are the Coin Boys, your average everyday crypto bros. That's right. It's Andy, producer BTW, and of course Danny Gutz sitting right across from me. What's up, everybody? Uh, welcome to a very special uh, Block News episode with Allcoin Sarah. I'm going to introduce her in a second. Just a few announcements at the top. I just want to thank uh, Crypto Sky Podcast for doing the joint podcast with us. It was super that was fun. fun. It was really cool to get his perspective uh, as a younger. Yes, and person. also two crypto podcast perspectives. So that yes. was pretty fun. Uh, and then, of course, Monday is iOS Token, uh, and we speak with their growth, growth lead, Simon. Uh, so check that out on Monday, our normal episode. But I want to introduce Allcoin Sarah to the show. Thanks for coming, Sarah. Really appreciate it. No worries, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so um, we're really excited because this is our Block News episode. We kind of talk about news. Um, it's not, you know, a lot of our other episodes, we do coin of the shows where we kind of research into coins, but super excited because we have a full full packed show, right, Daniel? Yeah, a lot of blockchain news. This happened like within the past week. But for our audience that might not know anything about you, I know you have a YouTube channel and you're affiliated with Allcoin Buzz and Allcoin Buzz Ladies. I'd love to hear mm -hmm. just a little bit of your history and what you do for the space and stuff like that. Um, so from my background, I'm actually a civil engineer, a full-time civil engineer. So that keeps me busy wow. throughout the day. But as I get busy and my computer gets stuck, I go onto Twitter, uh, crypto Twitter, I should probably say, because it's a special space yes. in crypto. It's got and its own Twitter nickname, itself. the crypto Twitter for sure. Mm, exactly. And basically for the space, um, I started investing around a year ago. And I loved watching the videos and learning a little bit more about the space and new projects that are out there. And then I came across Allcoin Bus, Jeff, and I saw that they're looking for more people to join in. And I thought I'll give it a shot. I never thought I'd get it because, I mean, it's such a big channel that everyone would like to apply for it. But Jeff responded to me. I got in. Surprisingly, I didn't get the best response on the main channel and now I listen to my old videos. I can see why, to be fair. Uh, but that's how the idea of Ocumbus Ladies actually came. It's a content made by ladies for everyone, obviously. Uh, it's not in any way sexist or anything like that. So basically, we do there are like all coin reviews, news reviews like you guys do, ICOs. So basically, whatever's going on in the blockchain and in the space. That's awesome. And uh, so... How do you feel about, like, so you got into the space in 2017 then? Yeah, it's it really recent. That's really recent. So you were kind of there when it kind of exploded. Uh, how do you feel from when you got into it in 2017 to how it's kind of been lately? It's been crazy. It's been an absolute emotional roller coaster. Uh, I've never doubted in any of my investments because I've done my research and I know it might sound cringe now, but <laughs> I always believed in it and... I wouldn't go for something if I didn't believe that it can give something back. And I'm not in it just for the money. I mean, it's it's a nice payback that you can gain financially from it as well. But I absolutely hate having money on me. Like, I'm so bad with having change. And <laughs> I like to travel a lot as well. So then I end up with coins from all over the world. And then I can't exchange them. It's just all over the place. It's just, yeah, so blockchain will give you the opportunity of paying by your phone everywhere in the world is just making faster and it's secure and reliable which have banks aren't really are they have you no. actually <laughs> tested that out have you gone into any places uh, and used your cryptocurrency or are you just holding for it now i'm holding for it right now i haven't seen many places actually where you can uh, pay with bitcoin yet 
uh, at least in UK. I saw one Bitcoin ATM and it's just this big machine standing there and it looks scary and <laughs> I don't know why. But when I was in Miami in February, I was in this gallery. I don't remember what's it called, but I could basically buy art with Bitcoin and I got really excited about it. If you guys go on my Twitter, Coin Sarah, you'll see the picture from there. It's, it's really cool to see that it's actually adopting in every other industry out there. That's really cool. I actually was going to ask you because I always ask people because we've interviewed a few people uh, like we had someone from Germany. And what's Mm -hmm. the perspective in the UK about crypto? We know in America how it's kind of is. But what would you say? How would you describe the perspective in the UK right now? Uh, I think it's quite at a beginner stage. I was at the we were invited to a block expo all combust and I went to represent us. And it was a very beginner ICO focused show expo. And it seemed like a lot of people is actually trying to understand it more than just FOMO into it. And it seems like people are like the government, I mean, is very pro crypto, I would say, making loads of positive regulations for it. And I would totally say that it's very positive attitude towards blockchain and no one's really shocked by it. And even people at my work who are like at the director levels are invested into well ripple but they are invested into crypto (laughs) so that's at least good (laughs) yeah that's true um that's that's really interesting uh because in america it's like and i'm sure you see our perspective it's just kind of crazy over here um Mm. you know i just think on a content creator level there's a lot of americans i don't know how many there are are there a lot of crypto content creators from the uk i don't know for sure but do you know no no not really like (laughs) <laughs> like I don't really know. I know that um like from YouTube perspective, I know Superman is from England Superman, yeah. and I only found out it recently. Uh, but whenever I see someone on Twitter and it says like UK or something like that, like even Europe, I immediately message them being like, Hi, we're friends now, please. Because <laughs> it seems like there is no one really around. <laughs> and I would love to organize like a meetup, for example, and spread the blockchain, just chill with people after work and just talk about how amazing the space is but there doesn't seem to be that many people around me to actually are into blockchain that much to talk about it be comfortable about it yeah we we are we are trying to organize our own meetup as well at some point hopefully yeah uh, very mm. soon <laughs> um but we'll see, but i had a quick question you went to the blockchain expo out there yeah yeah so it was in london what was it what's it like going to something like that what what happens what goes on in that that place <laughs> Well, I spent most of the time at the conference listening to what people actually had to say into investing and the opportunities that ICO bring to as well as the dangers behind it. But outside of the conference room, there was quite a few. Like I said, it was a very beginner. None of the projects was actually out there yet. They were all pre-ICO, ICO stage. Even some of them were just a concept. And you could see people walking around with leaflets trying to promote their uh, the project because they were too stingy to get a booth. Uh, so <laughs> quite funny. Uh, mm-hmm. But there was quite a fair share of people. Like there was a mention about different ERC tokens, about the, you know, crypto kitties and stuff, crypto celebrities. And not many people actually knew about it, which I find it quite strange. And there was also some trading advice on how to approach it so you don't lose the money. Oh. But I'm not really into trading myself, so I went actually into it. It was quite interesting. Wow. Okay. Well, well, Sarah, uh, thanks for like kind of catching up our audience about what you do. And uh, also, I love when give, people give perspectives from a different country, of course, because uh, mm. it's always, always awesome to hear. Uh, but we're going to go into our block news segment. And... <laughs> 
music. I like it. All right, so Sarah, welcome to Block News. This is our news segment. We kind of just go down a list, a gambit of news that's happening. Crypto news has kind of been weird lately, but we're going to start at the top since you're from the, you know, we kind of met on the crypto Twitter. We talked about it. Let's talk about scam ICOs getting verified accounts on Twitter. Uh, Sarah, oh. I'll start with you. What do you think of that? Well, I think it's absolutely insane and mind-blowing that an account that's got five followers and is following thousands of people can actually get a ticker. Whereas, for example, Charles Hoskinson, the founder of Ethereum and Cardano, which is recently, it's quite funny, the meme going around, do you know who I am? I'm the founder and CEO. I saw that. I saw <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was quite funny. Um, but I know what he meant by it. Um, anyway, so he hasn't got a ticker. And then loads of bots that actually comment underneath my post. I can't possibly make a Twitter post without having a Ethereum giveaway. And I think it's actually interesting that I always see an Ethereum giveaway, but I never actually see a Bitcoin giveaway. Did you guys notice it? I, I do yeah. notice that. I don't know why they always go with Ethereum. It makes, mm. I mean, I guess I think people are more willing to give away their Ethereum because it's less value. I don't know. That's not a bad I point. Because mm, it's like, I mean, giving away Bitcoin already smells of a scam to me. Like, who yeah. normal would give away Bitcoin? <laughs> Yeah, you know what they point. used to back in the day, though? That was the funny thing, is that yeah. they would literally give away Bitcoin. They're like, here, who wants th this amount of Bitcoin? Here you go. I remember I went <laughs> back a long time ago, I, I tried to mine Bitcoin, like, just through this program that I would put into my computer. Yeah. And I actually mm -hmm. had earned what would today be, like, 50 bucks and something like that. <laughs> but, uh, wow. but back in the day, it was, like, less than five cents or something like that. Uh, but, yeah, um, they used to just... It was almost really easy just to get some of it, at least. Well, I, I, I think there's just... I think the problem is because I work in the gaming space and I know that, that Twitter has a gaming department. And they, like, mm. know... You know, it's easier for you to say, this pro gamer has a million subs on his Twitch and he's, he's, this guy's for real. And then you get these ICOs that somehow have all these followers and they're like, oh, okay, you guys are a business. Here you go. Here's a check mark. So the thing is, <laughs> I, I think how it worked out because they just recently did, like, a whole... They did get rid of a lot of... A lot bad of them. stuff. They mm. did like you know like a purge. Thanos snapping his fingers in the Infinity yeah. Infinity Wars. He but, got rid of a lot of bad accounts. But by then it was already too late because some of them had already reached past the amount of of backing that they needed, and uh, they probably also opened up during the boom, like just prior to January, where everybody and their mom was trying to get in on but any <laughs> coin that from was really my low value. My, from my perspective, Twitter is usually pretty. Uh, do they do their due diligence? No, no, they they on, on no. in the no. market in my market in, in at least the gaming market at least because that's what I know in a business sense. I've actually talked to a guy that works at Twitter. Okay, and like okay. getting getting people verified is is like t it takes a lot in that space. So here's my here's my point though. Crypto is a mess. What does Twitter know about crypto? They don't really know besides the founder saying he like likes Bitcoin. Uh, so you know. I don't know how can they really verify these guys. I don't. I thought you just needed 10k followers and you get verified. It's. I was told it was harder, and this is from someone at Twitter. So I don't mm. know why there's these companies getting check marks. So I'm being honest with you. I've. Uh, I've, I've, I've. I mean, I already. I, I can bring up an article. I don't have it on me, but I can bring up an article of a guy who literally got verified by Twitter in three days. Well then, but then I hear people what? that are popular and they have so much trouble getting verified. And they're known entertainers. Eh. So, I don't mm. know. Sarah, anyway. 
Uh, <laughs> you know, so are you, you ready to get verified too, Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just have this idea in my head, and I really have to say it. I know we were past talking about Bitcoin and how cheap it was back in the day, yeah. but I have to just say it. Do you guys remember when someone paid ten thousand Bitcoin for a pizza? Uh, of like, course, I was there many years for it, ago. But man, I, just I wish I was the pizza <laughs> delivery guy. <laughs> Yeah, but coming back to the verification, I think it's absolutely crazy. And Twitter has got, well, would seem to have such a high security levels and just so many people working at the back of it, of the technical specifications and the whole system, how it would work. And they can't somehow, you know, defeat the Ethereum giveaways. I mean, wasn't it Elon Musk who tweeted that he's, uh, the only tweet he made about blockchain was that he's amazed by the amount of Ethereum trading bots? Or am I mixing oh something God, up yeah. now? I think you're. I think you're right. Um, yeah, no, it's just it's too easy to scam on social media right now. I, That's I, why I'm hoping for a decentralized yeah. social media somewhere in the future because I'm hoping that that it'll be a little bit difficult for scams, uh, scammers, or bots to even be created. Um, mm. uh, I just think because they would need private keys. I think that we are still in our infancy, and that goes for companies not understanding crypto. And, and it's like, no wonder the crypto Twitter is like a mess with bots and all kinds of stuff. I'll be honest, I've been on Twitter a long time, and I don't remember be seeing so many bots, so many airdrop, ridiculous like things. I've, I, I personally, I would I would agree with it, but the, but the problem is these are social media. I, I could understand Johnson & Johnson or somebody that makes like, like p- actual pizzas, like a pizza company, not understanding crypto. <laughs> but these are social media websites that like have people who are, in programming who are in the internet know yeah. there's so many ICOs it. being made every day like tons and tons that have money scams that have money but there are also is, yeah what is it Sarah isn't there like an ICO that helps you check an ICO if it's a scam have you oh, guys seen it oh man that would be so cool well <laughs> you gotta get on that we actually interviewed these guys called Coin Labs, and they created a way of measuring ICOs by researching and they actually like created scales and how to measure and rate them but I think that's still convoluted yeah. I, I think it's mm-hmm. really hard to measure. Uh, Daniel and I in the Coinbase, though, we tend to research into who are the people behind the coins, who are involved in these coins, like the research, the technology. Are these? Yeah. Is there really a, a utility coming out? You yeah. Know? Did your mm-hmm. Does your CEO from the Mighty Ducks and those uh, things are like really important? Yeah. Like so that really measures, and a lot of people don't look into that. They don't say like when when we did our Ripple episode, we we were blown away by the people that were on their board. I couldn't believe it. Uh, and this goes for you. <laughs> U.S. Poli- there's a lot of U.S. politicians on their board, stuff like that. But um, Bill Clinton, uh, yeah, right. And uh, but I, I don't know. So I guess I guess we'll see what happens on the the you know with with all this. But I think you know we're gonna start seeing. A, there's gonna be a day where a lot of ICOs are gonna are gonna close. And mm. yeah, at least that's my opinion. It's it's gonna that's, happen. That's pretty much fact. Uh, yes. Uh, but let's move on. Uh, let's move on to uh, Daniel Vitalik feels. Uh, uh, something about not going with ETFs over spending. Can you yeah. explain this? So basically, um, here in America, they're trying to allow Bitcoin to be a part of ETFs. Mm-hmm. And uh, ETFs are basically a bunch of uh, stocks and bonds put together just to make it easier for people to trade and hold them without having to do too much trading or pay a lot in commission. So just trying to make it easier for the public to access them. Um He's feeling that we shouldn't really focus too much on ETFs. We should be focusing more on people being able. Well, I'll, I'll direct quote. Uh, I think there are too much uh, there are too much emphasis on B, uh, BTC slash ETH whatever 
ETFs. And not enough emphasis on making it easier for people to buy five to one hundred dollars in cryptocurrency via cards at a corner store. Mm. Um, so first off, he's just trying to push out making it easier for the public to to buy. But I thought it was a weird suggestion to put him on like cards. Uh, yeah, I think it's it's a weird aspect. Like, why? What's the point behind it? Like, what 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 can the cards do that a like a Bitcoin ATM can't do? Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, if we're talking about the ETFs, like last week after the revelation of like the SEC's decision to reject the um, the proposal for a Bitcoin ETF presented by the Vinkovos brothers, mm-hmm. there was a massive Bitcoin price drop. And I think that's what's made Vitalik actually make this opinion about it. So people would stop overthinking it because it seems like people are like, the Bitcoin ETF seems to be like the Jesus of crypto right now. Yeah. Like whatever happens with the ETF will have an influence on the market. And I sort of agree with Vitalik, but at the same time, I don't because the way he's coming out with it is a bit weird. What do you guys think? No, uh, I, that's the only thing that like, I agree with him. Like, uh, I, I think Andy and I agree with him as well. We don't ever really talk about price here on the show right. because we do believe in the technology. We do believe in, in, in what it is, um, what the future will, uh, will bring with this. So price will come in time. Yeah. Um, but I just thought it was, uh, you know, one of the big things that we, that we have to worry about are, are our wallets and how to store our coins and things like that. So for him to offer a card, I'm just curious as to a, how that would work and b how secure that would be. Um, as opposed to where the big, I feel like a Bitcoin it's, ATM can, uh, it's good because you can automatically li- uh, put whatever coins you buy in the ATM onto your wallet. But let me ask, did he mention that he has like proof of this working or has he created any kind of technology? That it was it, a tweet. Or is it just so his that's words? All, that, that, that tweet was all. It's just all words. It was. it was just those words. It was just like, I guess said, getting everyone off the whole e- maybe ETF thing. Maybe he didn't thing. mean cards, but he's just, yeah, he's really mostly focusing on making it easier for people to buy. But I was just more curious about the cards. Yeah, I don't get that either. <laughs> what well, is it like Vitalik's Buterin's face on the on the card? Oh, that would be oh, I don't I don't know if I would want it in my wallet. That would be gross. <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you get a tie dye shirt with the cards? Does oh, that come that'd be free? So awesome. Oh, he I wears those cool tie dye shirts or whatever with like rainbow unicorns on them. No, I'm waiting for his <laughs> his fall fashion line. Yeah, he really should start a fashion line. I mean, <laughs> you're not wrong. Okay, so moving on, guys. Uh, let's go into a uh, Google band. Uh, mining apps, I believe, on the Google Play mm-hmm. Store. So yeah. more banning, unbanning, too, recently. Yeah. What do you think, Sarah, of all this? Like, uh, What do you think, first of all, about mining on your phone and then it being banned by Google? Well, I quite actually like the idea because we all have a f- Everyone has a phone, pretty much. Well, most I, people I do. hope so. Most people. Most people. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. And um, basically, I don't really, like... I'm going to give an example of Electronium. I know lots of people don't like it, but lots of people love uh, Electronium. And I'm going to talk about it because actually Electronium is one of the cryptos that's actually not influenced by this ban. Because the the Electroniums uh, is a mobile mining experience rather than actual mining. So what Google does is it doesn't allow apps to mine cryptocurrencies on devices but allows that remotely manage the mining of cryptocurrencies. So it's quite interesting to see that they're actually following what Apple is doing. And it's just, it always changes in their mind, always makes me question, like, why do they change their mind? Like, same with the um, 
crypto ads, why is the sudden change of opinion and perspective? It's just weird to me. I, I agree. I mean, this unbanning, banning, it's, I don't, I've never, like, it's kind of weird. It's like, Jesus, make up your mind. I'm fine with the ban. Mm. I think they're learning what, I, I think I, I they're get more why concerned. they're banning. I get yeah, it. yeah. I get it. Yeah, I, I get. I think they're more concerned for security over the phone, and and also, uh, there are apps that were mining without the permission, True. essentially. But of then there was a few. The phone. I think this was like six months or five months ago. Starbucks was, you know, take using your phone when you signed on to the network to kind of mine or do something. Which with your I, phone. I don't know how that works. I don't I know how to learn how that works. But I guess <laughs> that is the scary thing is that you know p- maybe people could hack into your phone and be mining and you don't even know it. Yeah. But what else can they get in there? People can hack into your laptop and your computer and mine the crypto on it without you even knowing. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's already happening, unfortunately. You uh, people are too smart. But I believe my <laughs> brother, who's a miner, he actually, you can actually mine electronium normally as well uh, with a mining oh, yeah, rig, yeah. which yeah. is, and he's, he's actually, he's, he was telling me he's been mining electronium. And I do think I have seen their stuff. I do think it's cool that they were like one of the first that I remember seeing a mining on your phone kind of protocol utility. So mm. I always thought that was interesting. I don't know where they're at right now. Um, or is there a u- working utility or a beta for that? Do you know anything about that, Sarah? Um, well, the what they've done, they've finally released the uh, update for Apple. And it. it's not even mobile mining experience. It's a cloud mining that they're offering because the Apple ban is much more... Uh, strict than Google's and they might implement that into Google as well hmm. so we'll see how that goes so even though there is a ban on Google Electronium likely is not influenced by it but even if it was so they've got a solution because they'll be doing a cloud mining for Apple and if that works out really well they'll put it onto Android now and I'm actually better testing it so I got quite lucky with it and it's good it's coming well yeah, that's yeah. cool. That's cool to hear. And I want and I want to put it out there for our our, our social media followers, our followers out there. Uh, if you mine with your phone, let us know how how it works and if you're liking it, because I <laughs> would assume that that would just drain your battery. Oh God, my Twitter drain drains my battery. <laughs> I'm on Twitter, crypto Twitter all day. That's true. I don't think I can. You know hit- Go ahead, Sarah. Are they gonna? There's been a trend on Twitter going Facebook and Twitter. They making an allowance of how long you can actually use the apps. I don't know if you guys seen it, but it's a trend on Twitter uh, that you can set time limit for how much time you spend on your social media addiction. It's absolutely crazy. Oh my god! I don't know if that's in I have an America. Addiction. Please help me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, <laughs> no, I don't know if it's in America yet, but I had heard about it. But you know, I think the first time I had heard about it was when I when I was in Ireland. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's cool. So that's or when I was in London, one of the two. That, um, uh, but I don't think that's in America yet. But there is uh, a parental uh, thing that you can do to limit how much time your kids use their cell phone, and social media. Right. They've been promoting that at least out here. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Listen, just let me let me have my addiction, and I'm a fine. All right. Well, <laughs> moving on and sticking to kind of the app phone world. Uh, is it Syrian Labs? Is that how you pronounce it? Syrian, I think. Syrian S- Labs. S I R I N. Yes. So they got this phone. <laughs> yes. Coming out. It Tell me about this phone. For a mere one thousand dollars, you too can have a <laughs> smartphone that also doubles as a co- cold storage wallet. Cold storage. Okay. But I think if this takes off, it's kind of genius. What else does it do? So. Does it have Twitter? Uh, it will have <laughs> yeah. You can link directly to Twitter, <laughs> your BTC. Um, so how it works is uh, it has the regular phone, and then on the back there's a secondary safe screen, 
and that secondary save screen is basically your cold storage wallet. But it's not just a cold storage wallet. Like basically you can hold whatever coins you have on that wallet, but you can also exchange those coins for other coins via the Siren exchange. That's okay, already so they live have on their, your phone. So they have an exchange built into this phone. Yes. Okay. Makes and sense. So it's just fast transactions if you want to do it right then and there. Is within your phone. So this is actually coming out? Like this is real? It looks like it's actually coming out. It sounds pretty cool. Uh the only thing is I don't know how well you can call it a a cold storage wallet if it's isn't that a always hot? yeah it feels That's like not a cold hot storage. wallet because like it feels like it's always connected to the internet oh. sarah what do you think of this uh, would you get one of these um well i'm an iphone fan so a thousand dollars for a phone <laughs> is sort of a standard unfortunately yeah, it is, it is. but I, here's here's what here's my problem is that at least i could go to a store a wireless store and trade in or do whatever i need to do the monthly payment thing they do nowadays mm -hmm. i don't know if they do that mm -hmm. in the uk but does this phone offer that? I don't know. Do you have to pay straight up a thousand dollars, or is it going to be sold through Verizon? Is it going to be sold through? I guess that's a good question. Do you pay? Do you pay monthly for your phone out there in the UK? That's a good question. Yeah, yeah. I've got a contract, right. And I'm paying a device a payment, and my same calls here. and data. Yeah, so it's split. I actually get a new phone because it's got so many cracks, and when I drop <laughs> it, because it happens quite often, it's split in half, like the screen falls off. What? So I actually do need a new phone. Yeah, I'm awful. guys, I'm horrific. <laughs> I, I break my phone. I I'm terrible. I've cracked my phone so many times. So far, uh -huh. I'm okay. I cracked pre iPhone. I never. I don't think I've ever cracked an iPhone. Hmm. Because no, my dog once decided to snack on my iPhone, and she just cracked the screen across. And ever since then, I never repaired it. It's just crack on top of a crack now. So. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, my my daughter has bitten my phone a few times, but uh, that was pre pre teeth, so I don't let her touch it with teeth anymore. Here's here's. <laughs> I, I don't like predicting, but I do think that if everything goes as planned and cryptocurrency is adopted more uh, on a majority level universally, I think Apple will have their own hot wallet app. I think Google will have their own Google Play app, like hot yeah. wallet. Now, mm. would you feel more comfortable if, say, five years from now, Apple has a, a hot wallet on your iPhone? Would you feel like that is going to be a safe place to keep your crypto? This is hypothetical, obviously. Sarah? Um. Yeah, obviously. Um, I don't know, actually, because I'm still thinking about hacking. Like, that's the first thing yeah. that comes to my head, mm -hmm. hacking. And obviously, no device is immune to hacking. So I'm just wondering what sort of a security it would have from someone just plugging into it and taking it off you. Because I know, obviously, you can use the seeds and you can use your fingerprint. There's something, some idea coming of uh, logging into your uh, wallet. Uh, by your fingerprint, but I I don't think I'd go for it. You know, I like to keep things separately. I'm a Smart. fan of ethos, uh, where I can keep it all together. But at the same time, I wouldn't want it on my phone for the same reason. I don't have Apple Pay uh, or contactless card. I don't have a contactless card, oh, wow. and everyone yep. laughs at me. Smart. Uh, no, just I lose it, and people can use it. Obviously, it's not as easy with the um with the crypto wallet, but still, mm -hmm. I'm. I don't know. I'm sort of old school with that thing. Well, I think yeah. it's actually recommended. They say don't keep a lot of crypto on your your hot wallets on your phone. They they actually yeah. they yeah. actually recommend it. So basically, now. so basically, <laughs> the the only advantage to getting this is if you really want to exchange coins right then and there on your phone. Outside of that, there is zero advantage to to getting this Siren Labs phone. Um, yeah. Sure. I believe it runs off of Android. I didn't I didn't fully check, but it, it didn't sound like it. I doubt it's going to be iOS. So it's either going to be Android or some other Probably sort of, Android. Um, sort of thing. And so 
there's already wallets out there for most phones, but not for all coins. Uh, mm. like, and it also depends on what, what there's um, jacks jax but that still isn't all of i'm them. using not, jacks yeah i i do yeah. have it too i use it a little bit too but yeah, yeah they don't mm. have everything but they have a lot on there yeah i mean they have 1500 because that's how many well they, i mean <laughs> we're not gonna have every coin you know? exactly so so <laughs> it's gonna be picky and choosy whatever makes it onto the Siren exchange right as well um but it's a thousand dollars for a hot wallet even though they're calling it cold storage just pay less than a hundred bucks for, for a ledger or a Nano S or whatever. Yeah. Mm. Uh, or for Trace or anything, whatever you want. But everyone wants everything on your phone, Daniel. I mean, that's just life. That's insane. I don't even give. I, uh, fa- uh, I the iOS has the fingerprint and the face recognition. I don't. I don't trust it. I can't trust it anymore. Well, actually, let me. Why? Say- <laughs> yeah. Go uh, ahead. Um, America, the government sucks. So they are they are basically collecting all your data and all that stuff. I mean, it's probably too late for me, but the 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 harder I can make it for them, the better I feel. Listen, they're watching us. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I just wave now at cameras. Oh yeah. I'm just like, hey, here Listen, I am. All my, all I'm my at Target t- buying T-shirts, guys. Look yeah. at me. They already have all. The, they already they're already tracking us and everything. It's just like the harder I can make it, the better. And I want control over Andy that. Andy got a venti ice americano today, not a venti ice on Sweden green tea. Yeah, they know what's going they're on. They're gonna put bugs in your phone. <laughs> but uh, just guys, to segue over to we were uh, Sarah, you mentioned the fingerprinting. Actually, uh, the final topic we, we Hitachi is looking into actually coming up with a realistic technology of fingerprinting uh, your uh, blockchain transactions. Is that right, Daniel? S- yes. So instead of having to use a fing uh, uh, sorry uh, your private keys, you just use your finger, uh, a fingerprint, um, to say yes to whatever transactions you want to say yes to. What do you think of fingerprinting, I, Sarah? I use it for uh, for App Store, and I use it for I use it for pretty much everything I can because you know fingerprint is quite unique to you. But I can see where you guys are coming from with the government and oh, I, crazy I, stuff that happened out there. But America's already got my fingerprint because yeah. to get to America, I have to give you a fingerprint. That's so right. they're already on track of me. So damn. Well, <laughs> well, I'll even give it. A, I'll even give it a secondary example, and you can. You kind of saw. Uh, sorry, a secondary example. I don't know how many of my friends' iPhones who's just needs fingerprint. When they passed out, I used their finger, opened up their phone just to put something stupid on their phone or to do something just to mess with them. Uh, and in some cases, I put my own fingerprint uh, in there to as a secondary to open it up. I've done it. I've yeah. done it. <laughs> so that's the thing. I feel that's far easier than learning a, than trying to hack somebody's numbers or even pattern. In any case, I, I yeah, it's got like a scary like kidnapping movie written all over it. Like, yep, or chopping the finger off. We got your friend's finger. If you don't give us, a, you know, and like here, here's the thing. <laughs> what's happening right there? I've I've I'm, read. I'm exaggerating. Yeah, but I have read countless stories of people being uh-huh. kidnapped. CEOs being kidnapped sure. for and, and um blackmail for thousands. So now now that the fingerprint can do it, then no matter what, they're they're gonna get the money. Uh, right. All they need is their fingerprint. Uh, here's an interesting one for you guys. So I just finished watching um, Total Dork, the new Star Trek series. But they were using breath to open doors and security passes. Like they would breathe. Uh-huh. So what do you think of breathing? <laughs> <laughs> it, I am not joking. This is a technology that... I am not joking. No, I, I think I'm, I'm for breathing. So uh, breathing is hard. It will work as security, but like I'm, everybody should breathe. You blow Nobody your breath. Nobody stop breathing. It's like a breathalyzer. You do that, and it yeah. unlocks. It's not 
It's a real technology. I'm pretty sure. What if someone had the same foot as you did? Yeah, I, I mean, what, what, yeah. Are you kissed with if, him? If we then both, you mixed. Yeah, if we both had like garlic marinara or something. <laughs> oh my goodness! I, if that ever happens, I don't. I could be wrong. I just I saw it on Star Trek, but everything comes real becomes real on Star Trek. I so. would immediately fart into that thing. They just had to see iPads if it anything up. on Star Trek <laughs> Next Generation. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's funny. I would just mess with it so hard. Um. Anyway, overall. I, I don't know. I mean, facial recognition is all good. I love it because I don't have to do anything anymore with my iPhone X. I just like throw my well, face at it. Here, here's where another, a, a more practical scenario where this doesn't work. Twins, triplets, people who are, they have identical fingerprints. They have they need their own way of being able to distinguish their own accounts. Wait, twins have identical fingerprints? And, and DNA. Why are they facial. don't? Really? I believe. Well, you know what? I think, I'm going, I think you're wrong, dude. Hold on. I'm going, I'm going based off of Maury Povich. Is this a Povich. science fiction movie? Yeah, I'm going based off of Maury Povich where he couldn't identify who the father was <laughs> because the twins had identical. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm great. You're using Maury Povich to measure. I'm uh, going to look it up. While you guys are just I'll, I'll look this up. Do twins have... Oh, my God. Do twins have... Uh, I'm pretty sure all humans, identical or not, have different DNA. The same fingerprints. It, look, it's number three. It's really? like Zebras. Their pattern, every zebra's got a different pattern. Like, it's not the same. It's like the DNA. Like, our fingerprint zebra's got different patterns on them. Oh, okay. I will retract my statement. They do have retract the same exact as best you can, DNA. They have the exact DNA, which is why Maury couldn't find out who the father right, was. DNA, yes. yes. <laughs> but they do not have identical fingerprints according to this. Yes, because all So that's humans. when the breathalyzer wouldn't work. Yeah, then. yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's true. Go with breath. Wow. <laughs> well, um, awesome. Well, that was a fun uh, block news. I think we a very technology savvy block news, which is great. Yeah. Um, so, Sarah, uh, we have this kind of fun show that we like to do with our contestants. Uh, it's called uh, Shitcoin or Pokemon. Are you? Do you want to play this? Because this is how we're going to end the show, and it's going to be fun. Oh my god! Go ahead. It's going to be. <laughs> Oh, All right. That I'm sounds awesome. Go on. I'm gonna throw to our host Daniel. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time to play Shitcoin or Pokemon. Thank you all so much for joining, Sarah. This yes. game is very simple. I say a name, and you tell me: is it a shitcoin or a Pokemon? And oh the, my God. the simple rule is, and I'll just tell you: the way to win this game is 14 in a row, right? No one has won, uh, but. Our, our leader is Bitcoin Bella at 12 correct, 12 out of 14. But we tell yeah. people, even though if you don't win, you still like, can get those bragging rights. So Bella is the one at the top right now, and she did, she did pretty good. She did absolutely amazing. Are you ready, Sarah? Uh, yeah, sure. No pressure now. No pressure. <laughs> okay, here we go. Shitcoin or Pokemon? Trippio. Uh, Shitcoin. Correct. One. Yes. Cherim. Pokemon. Correct. Two. Bronzor. Pokemon. Yes. Three. Yes. Yuxi. Shitcoin. Pokemon. No way. <laughs> Budbo. <laughs> um, Pokemon. Shitcoin. No way. No. Timber. Shitcoin. Pokemon. Oh my god, I'm so bad at it. <laughs> Rimbit. Shitcoin. Correct. Four. Traxia. Oof, that's a hard one. 
I'm trying to think like in Ash's voice if he would say that. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's a good method. Pokemon? Shitcoin. Shitcoin. Flick. Shitcoin. Correct. Five. Yes. Basculin. <laughs> uh, Shitcoin. Pokemon. Mm. Archin. Pardon? Archin. Pokemon. Correct. Six. Yes. Prasm. Shitcoin. Correct. Seven. Yes. Leviar. Shitcoin. Correct. Eight. Six. Sparks. Sparks. Oh, that sounds like both. Can it be both? I don't think so. <laughs> but uh, I can unless sh- they but name their check. coin off off of a Pokemon, then yes. But I don't. But think I so. can check. Uh, Shitcoin. Correct. Wow, oh, that's, that's nine. Nine. I believe you're second place? That makes, no, that makes you tied for third place with Crypto Breakfast. Excellent. Oh. But that's pretty good. It's still very good. That's pretty very, good. Very, good. I'm impressed. You should be very happy with that score. Uh, I'm amazed at the names <laughs> of, the, of the one of them. <laughs> uh, Budbo? Budbo? That's hilarious. Budbo is... What does it do? I don't know. <laughs> But <laughs> I heard they're working on some sort of breathalyzation cryptocurrency. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a great idea. But uh, Sarah, thanks for playing. Really appreciate it. And also thanks for coming on the show. Uh, I, I definitely want to leave this part of the show for you to tell people where they could find you and share all your handles and all that fun stuff for the audience. So thanks, guys, for listening. Um, Crypto Sarah or Allcoin Sarah is my handle on Twitter, says. I'm from Allcoin Bus Ladies on YouTube and also on Twitter. You can find us like that. I'm also going to start Instagram soon, and it's going to be Allcoin Sarah as well. So we'll see how the Instagram goes, but hopefully it'll be well. All right, awesome. Cheers, guys. Yeah, thanks so much. That was a lot of fun. And I just want to let the Coinboys universe, we're on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, uh, also, uh, check out our Instagram at Cast. Yeah. Leave us a review. Leave us a review, please. Uh, it helps. Uh, subscribe and review. And then, of course, we're on Insta and Twitter. We're all over Twitter. Yes. So, uh, Sarah, again, thanks so much. I uh, really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thank no you. Worries. Have a good rest of the week. See you. Bye-bye, guys. See you later. Later. <laughs>